0: found green paint. My name is Rafi. Hi, Ornasha. I cannot. I
1: cannot. (laughs) I'm obviously serving the best alien poison ivy glam you've ever seen. You
0: are. I mean, I couldn't tell if you remembered that. I don't. I didn't. I didn't know if you were sick. I didn't know if you were silver, or I didn't know if you knew that green does not match with a green screen. But I definitely think I have some of the antibodies. But that makes me special, right? Hi, everyone in DC. We are two lo- two local DC gays are here, living our best life. New new drag queen.
1: <laughs> new new drag queen on the DC scene. <laughs> I'm super sweet, but I paint new. You.
0: <laughs> you do paint green. <laughs> 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 um so yeah, we are two local queens here just living our best lives. And if you didn't notice, we were just on Washingtonian Post. Uh Washi- Washington was- Washingtonian
1: problems. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you
0: what, uh, I I everything think it's a Washington. I was called the Washington Post. But we were featured on washingtonian Problems about just neighborhoods in DC and how originally I had white roommates that would tell me to be careful of certain neighborhoods only because uh, even though people who lived there were white he was scared of the black people that apparently didn't belong there um, is that what is that what it was but <laughs> is that what it was because he, I, I not with me I don't know <laughs> why anyone would be afraid of Shaw Metro that's a fact I don't know I don't see <laughs> If you hopped out of the train right now, people would be afraid of you. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you're giving the green line mascot, honey. Girl, go Nationals. Um. So, can you win this for the scene that we're going to do tomorrow? <laughs> I, I'm looking for the green line. I want my skin to match oh I, got the neck I don't have yellow paint too, too do not show your neck I will show where 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 <laughs> don't look that way where
1: where <laughs> <laughs> I have yellow paint too so I can wear
0: yellow hair yellow paint
1: I can do it all dude. we can do it, I it. we can turn um, it and burn
0: it so yeah so we had a lot of feedback on those questions and apparently a lot of people have been told um hey do not travel to certain areas in D.C., and...
1: Is that true? I mean, I, when I moved up here, I was told, you know, not to go to Southeast.
0: Um, I would also...
1: But even that's being gentrified.
0: But wait, thing. wait, wait, wait. There's multiple Southeast. First of all, Southeast, are you talking about Navy Yards, which is completely gentrified and completely white at this point and just white conservative-leaning? Or are you talking about Southeast across the river, which is what they really mean, which is in Acostia, which is MLK Boulevard, which is, um... The I believe the stadiums across the river too, yeah. So it's I mean that is what they're talking about. They're talking about Con- Congress Heights. They're talking about Capitol Heights. They're, that's what they're talking about uh, when they're talking about Southeast. But you mean Lincoln Heights? That if you as soon as you cross the bridge in Southeast right now, currently, and, and you get on MLK, you will see pop up luxury buildings already starting to be built.
1: We got a lot of comments on the that post, such as gentrification and diversity. Um, Which is a very uh, audacious comment to make because gentrification is colonization.
0: (laughs) But what I want to know, Nunu, is, okay, clearly what neighborhoods did you grow up growing up as a kid? Because I've always grown up in black and brown neighborhoods that were not gentrified. Uh, So I've always surrounded myself amongst these neighborhoods and I never felt out of place. So, so for example, when I was told by um, your white friend, to stay away from these neighborhoods that had predominantly black and brown people, it really made a point that, that he clearly wasn't born into these spaces as much, or or he just went to whiter schools, whiter this da da da. Well, as far as me, I like I said, Shaw never stood out to me. Brooklyn four times still don't stick out to me. I've gone to anacostia multiple times, does not stick out to me. So what is this? Uh, well, how would you say like how did you grow up? Do you do you think you have those internalized biases for yourself? I think that out of all the things I am, what I am the least is classic. <laughs> Choice words, y'all. Choice words. There was there was a lot of intent behind that sentence. Clear it up, mama. No, I mean I definitely can
1: admit to my own internalized biases when it comes to environment and <laughs> I don't think I grew up in anything, you know, special. I, I grew up in a cul-de-sac and it was, you know, mixed diverse, you know, white, black and you know, when the cul-de-sac opened up, you know, it's white, black and Latino now. So, you know, it's pretty pretty diverse even to this day 20 something years later right Um, and but you said yourself that Durham where you're from is being gentrified as we speak yeah it's actually so weird it's so weird because Durham is again another chocolate city it did have Black Wall Street before it was burned down by white supremacists it did have such a a culture and still does and I remember when I was in middle school um, Durham had an increasing crime rate a lot of gangs And there was this, like, documentary series that was filmed. I was there at the viewing called, like, Welcome to Durham, all about the gangs. People have bumper stickers that said, Welcome to Durham, City of Violence, when it's really the city of medicine. So it was this, like, weird time where people felt that Durham was just such a hood area, such a low... Uh, rent area when in fact it houses research triangle park one of the biggest research facilities in the east coast has big university right it has all these amazing uh, uh, amenities and now um a few years ago they just started coming in like literally downtown does not look like downtown downtown it used to be sketchy i'm not gonna lie it, the word sketchy.
0: We'll get to the word sketchy. We'll get to the word sketchy because I that's a that's a triggering word for a lot of people on those.
1: It, it is probably triggering. And you know, I, I think there was a lot that went down in downtown Durham, and now it's not like that. Now it's just pavilions, farmers markets, you know, organic shit, white people, strollers. That's when you know it's gentrified when you see strollers and white women. Because they're walking their kids in nature. Exactly. It's so interesting. And even D.C. is weird because there's always, like, a split, right? Like, there's always one side where it's, like, white women in strollers. And there's one side that's still just cash-checking places, liquor store, like, a whole certain kind of...
0: Let's be very clear uh, with some of these sentences that you're saying. Because, again, you what you say can still be classified as, well, these things are good because, you know, people are moving in, families are moving in, it's being safer, there's more, uh, like, hospitable things, like grocery stores and supermarkets and, like, actual things to do in these neighborhoods. And something, a comment that was frequented in one of our posts was saying, like, oh, are y'all mad about nice things coming to your area? Oh, maybe you'll find take care of your area. And what's crazy is there's a lot of racism in that in those statements because it's assuming a um, that we that people of color do not take care of our environments, which is completely false. There's no investments in our in our environments. There has been no legislation for our environments. There's no regulation for what's in our environments. There's only check cash, and places, uh, gas stations. If you want to get food, it's going to be convenience like Subway, McDonald's. And so it's really clear that we prioritize whiteness, especially here in D.C., especially in Durham, especially in all these places uh gentrifying, because now things are starting to happen around these areas because white people move in. And I think that's the unspoken racism of all white people, that they benefit clearly from that alone. Every single white person. I don't care if you are a liberal, lean right, lean left. If you voted for Trump or you voted for Hillary or, or you just or like you have a black boyfriend or I don't care what the fuck you think your erasure is for your privilege I want you to highly highly remember that this is the privilege that we talk about that when you just move into an area it's automatically worth more it's automatically going to have more benefits to live in those areas and then not only that you get to move into these uh, poor areas and still get to Make it better, or or you don't have to deal with the the stigmas of it. Oh, it's coming up because you're here, versus when it's just us. People look down at it as dirty or unnecessary. You are one of my friends, however, uh, that very much came from a middle American, middle class. You are you were middle class. You were middle class and fully all American. You are my. It's always hard. To you're feel my that only way. example of the all American friend that I have. I would say, period. Besides, like. Yeah, like all American, all American. Yeah, you are my all American friend. I,
1: <laughs> yes, clearly. <laughs> I, um, I definitely think we all have a certain, like, I do think all my, most of my friends in my friend group did come from the same area, essentially, right? There, there's an all American, even, even it you was know, immigrant, it's like consistent. Uh, need to kind of assimilate, I would say, amongst my friends in in the American sense. So, we did all grow up in neighborhoods, right? You know, the schools were okay. Uh Um, You know, I was actually thinking about this on the car ride home. This is so crazy. I was like, nothing I've really done is average. Like, maybe... (laughs) Like, maybe I could come across, like, a certain way, like, bratty, because I just don't have a lot of average experiences because I went to, you know, specialty schools and I I really didn't have, like, the traditional, you know, experience K-12. I didn't experience bullying. I don't know what it's like to see fights. So it's just-
0: I mean, and I've always grown up in po- impoverished. Even in North Carolina, I live in Manor, North Carolina, which is... A low income and <laughs> though it might not, in ensure though i will say it the funding it it's got
1: rural right let's be clear north carolina when it's rural everything becomes low income i taught at a rural school and yes because everything's rural it's slow but they still yeah. have things it's not resources yeah, there's, yeah still a, there's still a section of white people that and have even in all new york, of
0: <laughs> yes even in new york same thing like yeah we went we were uh Poorer school, but we had programs in it that made us a blue ribbon school that made us stand out amongst a lot of people. So I've always, I guess, in that way regard as well. Never really went to the kind of school that you would have to. Oh my God, am I going to be like patted down and think? No, I never grew up in those kind of environments. Um, however, like I said, going back to the point, I'm I I think I benefit mostly from that because now to this day, I I don't mind. Pay, living as long as I get to live alone I don't mind where I live <laughs> period
1: I, that is not my, my gig at all I am not, such, I think living is such a Because it's where you go every day. So I feel like that needs to be where you invest
0: the most. 100%. But, and like I said, if I were to move, I I, I don't like your, I don't like luxury buildings that you like, like the one you live in. I don't. I think they're heartless and soulless. However, yours is the most diverse one I've ever been in. But you're telling me. It's hard to find one though, aren't they? But you're telling me, yeah, you're telling me that you would move to a different luxury building with the risk of having a lot of more white neighbors. Are you telling me you're willing to risk that? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> absolutely and, and that's and that's where we differ because I don't think whiteness is better or, or safer I think whiteness is or, better I uh, think it's about or, the,
1: the experience like, like where I live I do feel fortunate this is luxury building quote unquote right and it's really diverse you that's my preference but level, if I had with your taste level you're going to find yourself in whiter neighborhoods that's a fact that's I that's don't I mean. want that I want it to be more areas like this where it is just a melting pot like the idea where right? we have right and everyone enjoys the amenities and that's just what it is. I I, I don't want to immediately but, go to whiteness. But if you're asking me if I'm put in a situation between luxury and
0: not luxury, <laughs> I'm gonna go here. <laughs> That's what um, i And I understand that, but I guess my thing is I just I wouldn't especially being racial I've been in racial I've been racially profiled in buildings of front, like luxury buildings, visiting my building. <laughs> And, and, and in your building and in your building. And it's just, I don't want to deal with that. I don't, I don't care. I just, that is my ultimate thing of, that is a fundamental wrong, wrong in these neighborhoods and this building, these luxury buildings. And I think that classes people, no matter what race we are, if you have a layer of classism in you, I just, that's, that's the issue. That's an, that's an underlying so issue. So,
1: Dan, we turn to your situation what, what, what would you describe? If we're describing me as luxury, what do you describe?
0: I would. I would just say my my first of all, my building is I my 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 building is rent controlled, but I would not say that I live in anything that is. It is low income, but it's not a what's the word, like the word that is commonly used? Sketchier ghetto it's not that to me it's definitely not that so this is a family neighborhood there's a lot Which of but you've noticed people feel that way towards your neighborhood yes and most of my f- like friends that are like not the people I've mentioned in this podcast have all reacted with like oh like ducking during like if you've done that <laughs> where there's like a pop pop outside and it's clearly a firework you duck I don't or, know who does fireworks or nice, but. like <laughs> even I've had people come to parties and be like no 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 like overzealously be like no no I'm, I'm safe I feel good I feel good like I was asking if you feel safe, like so, like even, I
1: mean, like, where does it come from? I mean, I mean, do we feel a panic to run to the car? Of course,
0: but but, but at, the, at the end of the day, are you that that's the, it, to me that if if you are afraid to be in these kinds of neighborhoods, then I don't care what you have to say about racism or race or how race affects you or da da da. Because you yourself are internalizing and perpetuating these emotions, and you're not that's checking... so intense. Them. That is so intense. I don't no. think. No, yeah, if you're if you're you're, I don't you're think. No, you're you are ultimately okay with a certain level of white supremacy and that's a fact. If you are if you are okay with walking around these neighborhoods with those internal biases, then you are completely I, okay I think at I think
1: at the root yes in a sense. But all that is based in capitalism because capitalism and white supremacy are you know at, equated that's just the fact of it and the fact is not just people of color but a lot of people across the world have bought into this idea of capitalism. So I, I don't know if it's fair to put all this burden on people of color to no, do no, all no, this no. stuff.
0: I'm saying what I am saying is yes, it's a product of capitalism. However, it's it's an er, it's it, it, it's an erasure. It, it, people think it's an erasure for classism when you are a person of color, and that's a, a bottom line fact. No, we are—we all can be very classes, and we can all have these internal biases. I know, if anything, I've noticed there's more in, in friends of color of mine that walk walk around in, in these neighborhoods they, they more so act more repulsed or call it ghetto because they don't want to be so. It's, I don't want to be associated with. It. Why are you using the word ghetto? To why are you? Why you're the ghetto? <laughs> But that's true. But that's absolutely true. It's, but it's
1: also you know, part of the culture that we've all had to learn. I'll be really quick. I, I am a person that, you know, I spent the majority of the first part of my life saying things were ghetto. Fully, 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 fully. Yeah. Because so we're that came from of the culture.
0: Internalized, that's an internalized race, race, like, it's an internalized racist reaction. Right. You want to distance yourself from it. Because you're like, I'm not that ill. Right. Because I, I think it's important to, for people
1: identify themselves and be represented in the way they want to be represented and because of racism if you're seen or associated with another area then you could be invalidated which is still not fair and still caters of course to white supremacy but I think I just want to justify where it comes from is yeah, you want to
0: justify where it comes from without addressing that it should be just eradicated it's- ideally we want nice places for everyone
1: <laughs> That's right up a little bit, right? <laughs> Obviously,
0: no one wants, you know, people to lose their homes. I want all now, the people, people... really were in those comments fully okay with whatever. And that's another thing we have to address is, like, we gentrify these neighborhoods and cities, but where are the people... Where are low-income people going to work and live eventually? Like, it's really just paints a picture of what cannibalism is. Cannibalism, capitalism, all the same. Survival of the fit It's like, it really is, like... We don't want to see, hear or talk to anyone low income, but somehow make it to where we need you to be so you can do this for me. So you can bring me out this right here or you can wait on me. And that is what's frustrating about these kinds of cities like Washington, D.C., New York, Um, because like I said, anyone who's working in house Kitchen as uh, as a waiter or a dishwasher. Imagine being a dishwasher in one of these restaurants where that person's living. In, in the Bronx, probably commuting an hour and a half to get there. And
1: I, I so, do think there, there's a level, you know, of, of course, that still persists even in a building that's diverse. You know, how many people, regardless of their race, are talking to, you know, the custodians here in this building?
0: None. And
1: I always feel awkward because I feel like you're supposed to acknowledge people. You're supposed to talk to people. And that's, I feel like it's appropriate.
0: Honestly though, being in your building, I've noticed that I'm the same way because I've been racially profiled in those buildings. I do not talk to anybody, including the the staff. I don't talk to nobody. I I talk to the people I need to, and then I move on. But it's just that energy in all these luxury buildings. There's really no sense of community in these luxury buildings. I might at least I like I said I'll say hi to my neighbors here and there like and then move on period but at least there's that acknowledgement in your kind of building there is none of that so yeah so that's that's that is the issue that we face living in these kinds of cities is eventually like you what are you going to do when you are it's
1: weird it's so weird you know I had uh, you ready uh, to uh, pay
0: $1,300 a person so
1: let's get into it the the You know, talking to my own friends, you know, my therapist's experiences, due to the pandemic, you know, in a lot of these areas, since, you know, there's a lot of white flight leaving the city, now some of these areas that are considered, you know, high prime real estate are now available at cheaper prices. And now young, hip, younger millennials, regardless of race, are just taking advantage of this, and does it add to the gentrification?
0: Um, Again. Did she tell you that I, story? I also struggle... No. I also struggle... No, I haven't... But I also struggle with how people... Like I said, I see... People of all races come to move into these neighborhoods also, but they still uphold this sense of, oh, Columbia Heights is sketchiest sometimes, or oh, you know, I just, I, I've seen it way too much to be not called out in like gay bars. And again, it could be from Black. Is Kohai sketchy? First of all, what we're not gonna do is call it Kohai. I, what we're not gonna do is, I can ew i just can't stand that. it's not admo it's not kohai it's, it's admo not, kohai it's not B land it's 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 that's do do, do do circle do north do north oh my god no circle don't. it's just again people that even no matter what their what race they are they still adhere to calling these neighborhoods what they're not being called i know i i even fell into the trap of calling meridian hill Malcolm uh, Malcolm X Park is or Malcolm X Park's Meridian Hill it's actually Malcolm X Park and the gentrified name for it now is Meridian Hill and that kind of conversation those is, gentrified
1: names are always so interesting I, I, I
0: mean <laughs> so it's again it's completely erasing and, and that's what it is it's so I really struggle with if you're going to move into DC you have to know it's history you have to really vet what you hear and we have to question people when they tell you to avoid certain neighborhoods. Why? Why? We have to really break that stigma because if we're not, we're never actually fighting racism. We're never actually being anti-racist. If we allow people to be afraid of these neighborhoods, if we allow people to just say that whatever they want, Mama, it's not things are never going to change. And we have to really like look in, in for that. Like, have we? How have we? Like, pushed this narrative that uh, black and brown communities are dangerous? But when you move in though um like i said i'm i'm okay with living in this area so i am moved trying to move because you never know when they're gonna try to push us out but because again there's only more white white families coming with their white kids and leashes here i see them every day walking up and down with their golden retrievers it's crazy it's literally crazy they are
1: especially they, in columbia heights i just feel say it's just too populated I, I don't. That's just not my gist. I'm not gonna lie to you. Let's be here. clear,
0: Mount Pleasant is still the driving force of the Lion community on Columbia Heights. That is where all those Latinos are. Um Brooklyn also we have a lot a strong Latino population here now, too. And it's and it's whole like I said, it's crazy because all the buildings are Latino, but all these white row houses that, are, that you see in my neighborhood, besides on Hawaii Avenue, besides Hawaii Avenue. But the minute you turn into Gallatin Street, it's all... You live are, live so, right. You it's are all, so right. You are so right. It's all live, laugh, love. It's all welcome to my neighborhood. It's all... Black Lives Matter. Anti-racism starts here, first of all. The signs. The signs. <laughs> um, so, Nunu, how can we really change the narrative of Washington, D.C.? And, and how? what are you going to do next time someone really calls out a neighborhood that you know for a fact is just enriched with Black and brown culture?
1: I think I'm going to highlight the importance of preserving the history. Um, you know, I, when I was watching Avatar the other day, it just, it just really struck. Like they really broke down that whole mother tree. Like that's their culture. And you take people's land, their ancestral homes, you're just erasing culture. And for one, what? Oh, so
0: so. did you talk to your gentrifier friends about how that was a symbol of gentrification? I just want to say that part of the <laughs> So, Nunu will not continue to fight anti-racism and anti-gentrification. The washer and dryer was in the unit, so mama... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 can I I need more poor friends. <laughs> I need more friends. I time. am your poor no, friend. I'll, no, I, 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 again, I want to, I cannot stress enough. If we really believe that black and brown people are the symbol of these cities and, and, and are really are, are what make these cities better, then we have to respect the culture. We have to respect the names. We have to respect... Again, I don't mind my white friends being like, should I live in that neighborhood or should I fucking park my ass where I should just stay? Period. Like, I think... Like, I fully agree that some, some people should just question where they live. You're
1: you're in favor of
0: segregation. Interesting. i said it before and I'll say it again. We don't need to live in the same neighborhoods to all be happy. And at this point... At this point, we don't know how to combine without centering whiteness. So I'd prefer to just... Keep it apart. Like, we've talked about that on the podcast before, and I'm okay with saying that.
1: I obviously love diversity, so it's still my ideal world. Well,
0: diversity amongst us, but like I said, I think white people want to be white, certainly white people. So why why is that so bad to decide? Like, tell me. I think it's okay for us to be forced to really, like... I
1: don't in. think anyone, it is my personal opinion, that everyone in the entire world should all live together amongst other people for the sake of culture. now Is that
0: real in this country? That's just right my now? ideal. You know, dreams have to start somewhere. somewhere. It, based off of how, what's happened in the history and where where we're getting closer, we're still having president then saying that America's not racist. This is nothing like us. Uh, another shooting in the second week. This is not American. Um, so we still have that kind of narrative. But we hey. still have all that bullshit. Hey, now. So, hey, now. This so, is what
1: dreams are made of.
0: Okay. So all I'm saying is that, let's be real here. I feel like what's more plausible is is to slow down gentrification. It's like literally red zone. You're like, listen, you cannot move in here. I'm sorry, you can't. Because oh, that's, Karen. Oof. yeah, Karen. Sorry, your credit score mind. is good. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you want to keep places poor though? You want to <laughs> First of all, uh, let's be clear. I think we should abolish credit scores. That's fucking. Stupid. We do. We do. First of all, that is that is white supremacy right there. Bitch. I, uh, we need a more standardized quali- standardized quality of living in America. That is not set in stone in America. I feel like that is a set in stone in certain other countries. But again, like you said, we should all be exposed. I don't care if it's if it's silver or a white refrigerator. We should all have a refrigerator in the apartment. We a white all a refrigerator. refrigerator. <laughs> we should again. <laughs> I'm sorry. it's so weird when, when I hope that you get so much hate because as much hate as I've gotten from these people that you align yourself with no it's just I always think it's so comical what
1: we what humans you know view as quote unquote luxury like and it's real if it's white if it's a solid color then it becomes lesser for some reason but if it's silver if it's shiny if it's platinum titanium then it's just better it's just funny
0: Um, So aside from that, yeah, so those kinds of things are... So I don't care if... I think everyone should have a... Even if it's a white... A dishwasher should be everyone should be having a dishwasher. I think these things are okay to have in all sections. I think that think is, about
1: the children. All children deserve a quality childhood and living experience growing up.
0: Period. Because again, you're putting more burden on the kids. Who's watching those plays in in these in these low-income families? The the kids. The kids. You're making the kids clean them. And again, I understand that we all need to work, but sometimes your kids are going from their schools getting bullied all day to coming <laughs> home hearing you <laughs> yell and then <laughs> making <them clean laughs> things. That's true. And that's true. That is a real... I, okay.
1: I did not have a dishwasher growing up because it was broken and my parents never fixed it. <laughs> and I didn't wash dishes.
0: Again, middle class only child
1: versus... What What makes washing dishes lower class versus middle class?
0: Again, because you're... No, I'm just saying that your mom was okay with doing everything for you. Which, which meant like, you know, she... That's middle class. That's also ultimately a middle American. Like mom does everything, doesn't hit you. I don't. I don't know why positive, you know, environments
1: are considered middle class or upper class. I, I, I don't want what we consider low income to be also synonymous with abuse and hitting and, um, you know, torture. Because I it's not always true. That.
0: I want to understand You're portraying that. it that way. No, I'm not portray- I'm portraying what it is, what my experience in my situation. Again, I'm sure that there are some misnomers, But like I said, it's okay to say that because of capitalism, low income situations force people into abuse, force kids into... Not being kids, that's completely okay with saying I, that. Is, that is idealistic to say that our capitalist society does not trickle down to the children and their livelihoods and their happiness. I I, I think that is that's crazy. You can't have, you can't have you can't have it all, honey. It's not the real out of it. Woo. Reality in my situation was the kids were always saying we all we were complaining like what we were doing that weekend, what we we're gonna help our dad do. Like that's a fact. Again, you didn't have chores, that's fine for you. I, just because I
1: didn't have chores does not mean
0: <laughs> you didn't struggle inside. <laughs> I was <laughs> gay, <laughs> I was a weird kid. Okay, we've also had other episodes referencing these kinds of conversations with gentrified gentrification and the word ghetto and urban areas. And that was our third episode of our first season called What Was It Wait, Get Out of the Ghetto. <laughs> Wait, is it ghetto? Oh, she doesn't claim old episodes of. New I fans. don't know because I don't think I would ever call something like that. So, but I I if I, was, well, I was... you would
1: still do it. The episode, no. <laughs> you have to weaponize gender so well. You're just, just terrible. Oh my god, I hate cisgender people. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, no so if you want more uh, content on the conversations around gentrification low income areas um, and how we can change the stigma on them go to our episode what is it Nunu what, what's the title wait go to the get out the ghetto girl the ghetto gonna go get you girl oh my gosh niggas is shooting girl <laughs> click <Clean> that out <up. laughs> no <laughs> it's, oh god, Blue kinda... child the ghetto you're all, oh oh no 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 you just called it Wu Child. Wu Child is what you called it. So oh I can't oh wait to tell people. <laughs> oh I know what title titled them. I know what title these episodes. Clearly <laughs> <Fair> not. <enough. laughs> so if you want more information and conversations around DC urbanization, low-income areas, go to our episode Wu Child. I hate you for titling it that. I hate you. Woo Child. Our, our episode about the ghetto and not uh what'd you say uh promoting areas of low income ads. I didn't want to use the G word. I told you I wouldn't use that word. Uh, uh go ep- go watch our episode Woo Child on Spotify, iTunes, and all the works. And where can you where can they find new new Paris? Make sure you follow
1: new new Paris, mama, every Saturday. Join the party live. Live on instagram with your girl Callie love make sure you follow New paris on tiktok twitter instagram youtube christian mingle but more importantly follow rafi for more of his important important opinions
0: on wdi podcast on tiktok <laughs> all right and this is rafi manzor to turn it and burn it and this is a new new pair saying i own flame